Welcome to the Enter the Kingdom podcast, where our goal is to equip listeners with the tools they'll need to not only enter the kingdom of heaven here and now, but remain in the kingdom that Jesus ushered in 2,000 years ago. I'm your host, Harrison Watson, and in 2018, God called me out from the world for this purpose and many others. Welcome to the show. Let's get started. All right, welcome to the 28th episode of the Enter the Kingdom podcast. I'm your host, Harrison Watson. Hey, we got a good one for you. I know it's been a minute. I think it's been a little over a month since the last time we had an episode. Like I said the last time, I wouldn't come in here until I knew for sure that God had something that he wanted me to share. There is literally no point in me ever sharing something that uh, God doesn't want me to. Um, you know, this is his podcast, you know, my life is his and, uh, you know, (laughs) the, the word says that we will have to give an account for every idle word that we speak. And I take that seriously. Um, and I, I certainly don't want to just come here and, uh, and just start to speak, um, because you want to hear from the Holy Spirit, um, and the Holy Spirit working in and through me, and and outside of that, not, nothing else matters. So, um, I, this evening, uh, I recorded every night since the beginning of, uh, I want to say, Shavuot, or maybe it was even, uh, it was right around Pentecost. No, actually, it was even before that. It was, um, it was Purim. Yeah. Purim, way back in March, um, God had us start uh, every night at 9 p.m. We've been on our YouTube channel uh, doing a um, doing just a stream uh, and allowing God to speak there and uh, praising and worshiping. And so we invite I invite you to join us there uh, every night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also watch the replay whenever you want. Um, that'll give you the opportunity to do that. Um, but yeah, that, you know, that's not what this is about. But anyway, tonight we, he had me, uh, speaking about something that's kind of been near and dear to my heart, uh, as it relates to a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about, uh, and most importantly, uh, just this concept that somewhere along the line somebody said, right, because the New Testament happened, that the law is now null and void, and that that just couldn't be further from the truth. Um, and I'm going to let you listen to the rest of this episode. I ask that you would just uh, open your heart to consider this. Uh, you know, a lot of people can get cognitive dissonance when they start to hear these things and, and and certainly I don't want you to just take it take my word for it I want you to go back to the word and I want you to take this to God uh, and, and allow him to speak to you but um, yeah I, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the video do the rest of the talking um, all right God bless enjoy and we'll see you next time Hello, and welcome to the 11th of Tammuz 5782 stream. I am Harrison Watson, the host of the Enter the Kingdom YouTube. Uh, Today is Sunday. It's the first day of the week. Um, God, 
God, it's been a good Sunday. It's been a good Sunday. Um, I don't know if you watch Elevation. I I, I do. Um, there are a few pastors that God kind of regularly has me, um, has us kind of listening to and listening for and using it to discern and to understand. And uh, Stephen Furtick is one of those that uh, is really, you know, blessed my life in, in many ways. And um, he was back today, so it was good um, to see him back. Hey, I want to talk about something that we talked about last night. Uh, somebody else who also, you know, God has done quite a bit for... Sorry, I think I had to fix that. Um, quite a bit uh, is... I, I watch them as well, and I, I, I want to talk about something that we discussed last night. Um, there is, first off, the title of this stream is, in, is Until Heaven and Earth Pass Away. But before we do that, I want to get started the way that we really need to get started, which is to get into the presence of God. And the Bible tells us how to do that, and it says, uh, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courtyards with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Sorry, I'm moving over a little bit. Um, so we're going to do that. Take a deep breath in. Point our hearts towards God. And just begin to thank Him. Father, I thank you that your word is true. I thank you for your Holy Spirit that has given us that gives us guidance, that leads us into all truth, that we may know the truth and that, that truth would set us free. Father, I praise your holy name, for you are wonderful, for you are gracious, for you are good, for your loving kindness knows no bounds. Father, there is a lot of confusion in the world right now, both inside and outside of the church. This is something that you had written about and that your son warned us about. But I ask um, that you would be the one who would reach out to your children and teach us to not fall for deception whether intentional or unintentional on the on the part of the person who uh, delivers the message be the translator to save your children we praise your name because you are holy we honor you because you are God and King Father I ask that this evening that you would Speak through my vocal cords and think through my mind. Let there be none of me and all of you in Jesus' name. Amen. So the beginning of this, um, this the, uh, the title is Until Heaven and Earth Pass Away. Now there's a reason for that. There seems to be some general misconception that um, we are not under the law in the New Testament because of what Jesus did. 
Now, Paul says that we are not under the curse of the law, for we were redeemed from the curse of the law. And this is God's grace. What does that mean to be redeemed from the curse of the law? What it means is that before, before Jesus died on the cross, was followed in obedience and was resurrected, and before this new covenant to believe in Jesus and receive the Holy Spirit for our salvation, before this covenant went into place, it truly was men of their own fruition having to follow the letter of a law. Now, the truth behind the law, as Jesus showed us, is that there is a spirit. There is the spirit of the law and the letter of the law. And if you get to the letter and you just try to follow that, then you get religion. And you're missing the heart behind why he made these laws. See, when God delivers something to us, when he speaks something, there's much more behind it than just what we hear on the surface. He's, he's, he's sharing a portion of who he is. That's what his law does. It shares a portion of who he is and how he thinks. And he says that his ways are not our ways, but they are far above ours. Now, before all of this took place with Jesus, there was the curse of the law. There was the curse of the law. And what that means is, if you didn't do this specifically, then something would happen, good or bad. Or if you did do this specifically, then something good would happen. If you didn't do this specifically, then something bad would happen. But Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. However, just as he says, and as we read last night, I'm going to bring it up. Give me one second. I need to get a cord so I can plug it in so that we can see it. Give me one second. Sorry. The place where I work is wonderful, and I'm very thankful for it, but I'm a pretty big guy, and uh, small spaces sometimes and I are not uh, that compatible. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and plug this in real quick, and we're, and we're going to do some reading. We're going to get into the Word to try to understand it more clearly, because I have heard it said more than once that by Christians and by pastors that we are not under the law, that the law is null and void. That the law is null and void. There's a difference between the law being null and void and the curse or, or, and the curse of the law being null, null and void. There's a big difference. So we're going to read it. Give me one second. Trying to get set up here. So this is in Matthew chapter 5. Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. This is Jesus saying this. Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. In other words, overturn the word of God. 
do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. In other words, to overturn the word of God. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For assuredly, I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Okay. Now it says, whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them, shall, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say to you that unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Okay. There's a lot going on here. So we need to understand this. Number one, he said, do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. These are the words of Jesus. That's why they're in red. This Bible has that feature. When Jesus is speaking, his words are in red. Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. To fulfill the law and the prophets. No man before Jesus Christ had ever done this. He was the first born of God to fully fulfill the law. This is the way. Now he did this by aid of the Holy Spirit, which is why he says to us, that it is to our advantage that he goes away. How could it be to our advantage that he would go away, to his disciples' advantage that he would go away? Because he said that he was going to the Father, and the Father would send him, would send them the Holy Spirit, so that the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead would come to reside in these disciples, that they too may walk the way, the truth, and the life. That they too could fulfill the law. In the flesh of men, because of the curse that happened at the beginning, as a result of our willful disobedience and choosing to be separated from God by not following his ways, there was the law and the curse of the law. But Jesus came to fulfill the law. And Paul tells us then that Jesus has redeemed us us, humanity, those who are in Christ, those who believe in the name from the curse of the law, from the curse of the law. He did not say that he came to redeem us from all of the law. It's from the curse of the law. Okay, so what does this mean? Does this mean, well, I, but I guess I don't have to follow the law? No. <laughs> Jesus clarifies shortly thereafter. For assuredly, I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away. What are you sitting on right now? Where are we presently positioned? The earth. What is above us? The heaven. For assuredly, I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. So we know that Jesus said that it is finished when he was on the cross. His work. Indeed, he even said himself that the things concerning me have an end. But he says, until he, 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 he very specifically points to that not being the completion of all of the work. By adding this other caveat, till heaven and earth pass away. And by the way, if everything has been fulfilled, then what are we waiting for? Why are we waiting for the return of the king? 
So we can't use these words and try to morph them into things that we want them to say because it would be convenient for us. Jesus here is now, then says, Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. How do you, you know... And then he goes on to say, For I say to you that unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will know by means, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. He's very, very specific. He goes on further to say, not here, I believe it's in seven. Enter by the narrow gate. This is starting at 13. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. Well, what is the gate? What is the gate? Well, a gate to a city, it's a way in, but when we talk about holding back the, the enemy at the gate, it's, it's the battle for our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions. Okay, so enter by the narrow gate. So a very narrow path is what he's saying. For wide is the gate and broad is the road, broad is the way that leads to destruction. There are many who go in by it because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life and there are few. Who find it. There are few who find it. Now we should be looking at ourselves to try to understand something. Number one, Christianity is a huge religion. It's a gigantic religion. How many people how many Christians are there in the world? I'm gonna Google it. There are 2.38 billion people who identify themselves as Christians. What percentage of the world is that? I think, how many people? There are 7.75 billion people in the world. So if 2.38 billion people of 7.75 that that certainly doesn't seem to me like that would be few who find it so he must be talking about something very 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 significant here now we also have to be wary because Jesus gives us another um another example somewhere where he says uh, where does he say this I was right by it. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. But inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather, gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. Fruits of the Spirit is what he's talking about here. We, we, we mentioned this before in this stream. Fruits of the Spirit. What's the point of all this? The point of all this is that somewhere along the lines, the gospel has been changed. It was changed. It was changed from what Jesus tried to teach, 
what Je- not 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 what Jesus tried to teach, what Jesus did teach. You know, Jesus himself said that he did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life a ra- as a ransom for many. And he also said that he did not come to destroy the law or the prophets, but to, but to fulfill. And he also said that until heaven and earth pass away and everything is accomplished, not one jot or one tittle of the law will pass. So we're here now on the earth with the heavens above us, still awaiting the return of the king to fulfill all things. Therefore, the law is still intact. Now, when you hear these things, some people are like, oh my God, does that mean I have to go out and do everything by the letter of the law? Yes, you need to be perfected. But you must understand that it is the power of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you. You're seeking God on a daily basis through the power of the Holy Spirit in communion with the Holy Spirit and in submission to God through that Spirit. That God makes his home inside of you, makes you the temple of the Holy Spirit and starts to change you from the inside out so that your desires change. The more you seek, seek and you will find Ask and it will be given to you. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For to to whom everyone to everyone who seeks they will find, and to they who knock the door will be opened. And then he says, "Is it if your son asks you for a fish, do you give him a stone? Something along those lines." And then he says, "Now if you who know how to give, you who are evil." Know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? And other translations say good things. And some translations say the Holy Spirit to those who ask. Or some some versions of that in the Gospels. Why is the Holy Spirit such good news? Because the same Spirit that was poured out on Jesus and that resurrected him from the dead, that proved that there is no there is no death to anyone who walks the way, the truth, and the life, which is what Jesus lived, that there is no death but only life. This spirit will do what we cannot do on our own. God, instead of giving us a curse, has given us the blessing of pouring his spirit upon us cleansing us of our sin. Do you understand that God has chosen to come and commune with that which is dirty in order that it might be cleansed? That is the grace of the Holy One of Israel. That is the grace. And we must follow him with all of our heart, all of our might, all of our soul and all of our strength to repay him for what he's given to us. It is through that love, through that grace that he has chosen to pour on all flesh who believes.
that he declares us righteous and then turns us into the righteousness of God by the power of his spirit to perfect us in the law. This, my friends, is the gospel, and it is the way. Father, you are good, you are holy, and you are good. Thank you. Help me to love you more each and every day. Help all of us to love you more each and every day, that we might be perfected just as you have called us to be. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless, and God willing, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for joining us today on the Enter the Kingdom podcast. If today's message was an encouragement to you, please consider sharing it with someone whom you think it might encourage. Also, make sure to subscribe for free to our podcast and join us every Monday, God willing, as we continue on our journey together. God bless. We'll see you next Monday.